Hi there. You're listening to the Paralegals on Fire podcast show, where you'll be getting tips and actionable strategies that you can use right now to fast track your paralegal career. I'm your host, Ann Pearson, former paralegal and paralegal manager who left big law in the concrete jungle to start my own company, the Paralegal Bootcamp, where we give online courses that help paralegals make more money, increase their job security, and cut out the learning curve. All right, let's jump right into today's episode. Hi, welcome back. We are jumping into part two of our two-part series on setting smarter goals. If you missed last week's episode, go back and listen to that first and then jump back into this one. So if you've already listened to that, hopefully you got the smart goal worksheet done, just the specific part for now, the who, what, where, when, which, and why. We've worked on our specific portion of our goal. Now let's look at whether or not it's measurable. How can you measure your goal? Well, one way to know if it's measurable is if your goal has a plan with targets and milestones that you can use to make sure that you're moving in the right direction. You want to be able to measure that you've successfully met your goal. If it's a goal that's going to take more than a few months or even maybe a year to complete, then maybe you set some milestones for accomplishing specific tasks along the way so that you can meet that ultimate goal. We'll have a goal tracking spreadsheet that you can download in the show notes. One way to know if your goal is not measurable is if you see the words some, more, or less. If you see those words in your initial draft of your goal, it's a good indicator that you're not being specific enough with measuring it. How many courses do I need? One, two, or three. So a goal wouldn't be, I want to take some more courses. It's, I want to take two courses on this particular topic. So look at that for targets and milestones and make sure there's a number in there, a specific number instead of the words, some, more, or less. So here's one, an example. I want to bill more hours next year. That's my goal because this year I didn't meet the billable hour goal and I didn't get a bonus. That's your indicator when you hear or when you see the word more, right? Now you could say, well, I only billed 1400 hours, so I just want to bill more than that. The problem is, do you stop at 1401? You accomplish your goal. If you say, my goal is I want to bill more than I did last year. Last year, I billed 1400 hours. So when you're looking at measurable, be specific. I want to bill 1,499 hours next year. And then setting milestones. How, do you, how are you going to do that? Increase it by X percentage per month or X number of hours per month. Now, remember, this is just measurable. We're actually going to also have an action plan. Some might call it an implementation plan. How are we actually going to get more billable work? All right, our next one, attainable. A lot of times people confuse attainable with easy. It's not easy. It's realistic. 
You'll want to include a plan that breaks your overall goal down into smaller, more manageable steps so that it's attainable. Each of those steps would make you feel like you've attained something moving towards that ultimate goal. And then do you have the time and the resources available in order to achieve the goal? So one might say, I want to go to law school and they only have their associate's degree. And the closest law school would require them to move to another city while they're raising three kids who are in school. Having law school as a goal might not be realistic for that particular time. It's not an impossible goal. It's not a bad goal, but it's not really achievable. Under those circumstances, the goal would be, I want to get an undergraduate degree, right? That's the first step towards that next goal. You know, we want it to be challenging, but not impossible to achieve. Another word I would actually add in that I like to add in occasionally for the A, along with attainable, is action. Because without action, the goal is not going to be attainable, right? And we'll see in the time-bound section, too, about milestones. But I like to have action in there because you can work on setting all the goals you want. You can write them all down. You can spend all your time making sure they are smarter goals. You're specific. You've answered all those questions. But if you don't ever take action, here's an example for attainable. I want to transition to a corporate paralegal position in my firm. If you want to make it attainable, break it down into smaller milestone goals. One might be to successfully complete a course on mergers and acquisitions goal, right? Two might be to work alongside a mentor paralegal in the corporate group. Goal three might be to successfully complete a course on UCC filings. All of these are attainable, and remember, they're going to be measurable too. All right, moving on to our relevant, it could be relevant, it could be realistic. Ask yourself if your goal is something that relates to your paralegal profession or where you want your paralegal profession to go. Now, obviously, if you're setting personal smarter goals, this wouldn't apply, but this is a paralegal podcast. So we're talking about how does it relate? Is it because I want to move out of the paralegal profession? That could be it too. But let's say, you know, you ask yourself, does it relate, right? If you're a litigation paralegal whose general overall goal is to become an e-discovery project manager, that's relevant. All of the steps that you're going to take towards achieving that goal, whether or not you actually ever achieve it, They're going to help you in your current position. That's why that's important. Everything that you do, all those little milestones, even if you don't get that, let's say the e-discovery certification that you wanted by December 31st, 2022, even if you never get that, everything that you do, all those little milestones along the way are going to help you now in your current position. So it won't be a waste of time. On the other hand, If you're a litigation paralegal who has a goal of learning, say, HTML coding or back-end IT work, practically speaking, will that actually help you in your litigation paralegal position if you never actually reach that goal? Probably not. It might be a handy thing to know. might be something you've always wanted to learn, 
but is it relevant? Remember that the reason we're looking at these smarter goals is for development in your career. Ask yourself, what's going to advance my career? And ask if the goal is. Now, relevant is also a really good time to do a check-in on the ROI, the return on investment. It's relevant to my career. It's going to advance my position. What's the return on investment? My time and money that I'm going to put in, right? All right, moving on to the T. T is for time-bound or time-based. Put a time limit on when you want to achieve the goal, but be sure to use specific times for each step of the process. Back to that e-discovery project manager example. Maybe in order to achieve that goal along the way, you have to take some CLE courses on e-discovery. You can't just jump right in and go take your ACEDS exam. Maybe you need to take an ACEDS prep course. And when we're looking at T for time, we also have to consider what's the time going to take? Maybe you ultimately, in order to achieve that, you have to take a nationally recognized certification exam. And that's going to require travel to another state or travel to another city. You know, you're raising a family, you're working 50, 60 hours a week with your commute. You know, can you add on that extra time? And that's not where I'm saying give up on the goal. That's where I'm saying maybe you need to stretch that goal out a little bit and say, it's not really realistic, especially given the fact that the Christmas holidays are such a rush. I take time off at Thanksgiving. Our family vacation is around Labor Day. Maybe your goal is by January 31st, 2023. What's really helpful there is if you literally schedule the time on your calendar. Schedule the time not just to achieve the goal, but schedule a time to do a check-in on where you're at towards achieving the goal. Otherwise, just like what we talked about in the very beginning, Before you know it, a whole year has gone by and you haven't done one thing towards achieving that goal. And then also listing your resources. So you'll see in that spreadsheet, you'll be able to do that. So you're going to put the time on your calendar. You're going to put the check-in on the calendar. You're going to evaluate the goal, right? Now we're moving into the E. Because during that check-in, that's where you evaluate and ask yourself, is it still relevant? Is it still specific, measurable, attainable? Is the ROI still where it was when I set the goal? And if not, then redo the goal and use the template to do that. What's the check-in date for the short-term goal? What's the deadline date? What date was it that I wanted to implement it? Put it all on your calendar. So you used the W's method to make it very specific. You've made sure that it's measurable, attainable, relevant, with good ROI, time-based. You're going to evaluate it throughout the year and consider whether or not you need to redo it. So we're all set. We have a smarter goal. Now, How many times have you put something on paper? And just like I said, starting out this two-part episode, because before you know it, the year is almost over and you're no closer to that goal than you were in January. That's why you want to calendar it. If it doesn't get on my calendar, it doesn't get done. 
if you want to have that online course completed by June, then put it in your calendar to sign up for it in March. And then put it on your calendar every week to spend some time inside the course. Look, nobody's perfect. We all get busy. We let things slip through the cracks. It happens to me all the time. But that doesn't mean I give up on it. I get back on track. I don't beat myself up over it. Add some new dates in the calendar. And then forget about all those past goals that you let slip through the cracks and start with a clean slate. All right, that's it for this episode. Oh, before I forget, we've got a special Q&A episode coming up soon. So I wanted to announce it now to give you time to send in your questions. The topic is e-discovery. And it's going to be in a little different format this time instead of me. I've got two industry experts coming on, and I'm going to be putting your e-discovery questions to them. I'm excited about this one. So send in your questions as soon as possible before we start recording the episode. Send in your questions to support at paralegal-bootcamp.com or put them in the comments wherever you're listening to this episode. Okay, bye for now. All right, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, hit the subscribe button in whatever platform you're listening. And please take a quick minute and leave a review of the podcast and share this episode with just one colleague or friend who you think would benefit from what we discussed today. Share the knowledge and the entire paralegal profession elevates. See you next week. Bye for now.